world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patreon. journey of conversations on the fringe all right good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you are in the world my name is josh and welcome to the red pill project's conversations on the fringe live with you every just about every friday night at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time this is where we have those conversations that go beyond the typical political or geoeconomic conversation and we delve into the realm of conspiracy of fantasy and, and and speculation and all these other different types of things on various different conspiracies around the world this is everything from ancient cultures civilizations to alternative histories to ufos uaps aliens to remote viewing to whatever it might be lucid dreaming and lots of conversations about god these days and I love those conversations. I hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, I see the first comment coming in. What happened to Vince? Uh, Vince uh, is doing great. Vince is actually going to go and be a home builder. He wants to go out there and pursue a career. And uh, just, you know, he wants to have more time freed up. So he stepped away from the shows. We more power to Vince. And I hope that uh, Vince uh, is able to go out there and build a fantastic company and uh, becoming an, an awesome home builder. So I wish Vince the best. And uh, he's still in the Red Pill Project. He's still on Twitter. So you guys can go check him out there. So 
Happy Friday, everybody. This is the last Friday of 2023. We are moving into 2024 very, very fast. And uh, tonight, you know, I, I didn't really have a topic in mind. I was trying to get a guest and uh, he works on Friday night. So it's uh, kind of hard to, to get a, a guest sometimes, especially when they work on Friday nights. But, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to have open lines and, and kind of the way this works is if you want to come in and talk to me for a minute and ask a few questions, um, you I, I have uh, basically I have X, I have Facebook, I have D live over here. I have Rumble here, and then I have Pilled. And if you are one of those people that want to come over, um, there's a few ways that you can do this. Um, what I can do is I can send you a direct message into the live chat on Facebook, or if you're on the social red pill, you can just tell me on these chats that, Hey, I want to come in. I want to ask a question. I want to do it on camera, or you don't have to turn on your camera. You can do it on audio. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll join you in and you can sit here for a few minutes and ask me a few questions and we can have some fun that way. Or I can just go on some clips that I pulled up for the, for the night. And we can talk about these various different clips of past shows that we did throughout 2023. And I think one of them is actually from 2022. So up to you guys. Uh, but if you have a question or anything like that, that you want to go ahead and get in, feel free. It's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm the only one monitoring the chats. So don't mind me. I can't look at all the chats all at the same time. Um, I think that was uh, Forkham Dano said that they wanted to come in. Is that right, Forkham Dano? I'm joking. I'm joking. You didn't say that. But if you do, you can come on in. Um, and no, we're not trying to replace Vince with bringing people in. And I thank everybody for, for wanting to co-host with me. And, and uh, that, that's just, it makes me feel really good, all the support out there. Um, I like winging it like this. I like, I like being the solo in the show. I think that this is the way we start it. And I think that this is a... Uh, a good methodology. Um, Carol will come in. I think I'm going to invite Carol in because I think I know who Carol is. Carol is a fantastic human being. And I met Carol before um, in Tennessee. And I'm going to have Carol come in. Carol, if you want to come in, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link here in the Rumble chat. It will delete after a uh, about 10 seconds. So go ahead and click on that link carol and you can come on in I, I i she we're gonna have a good conversation she's awesome so carol once i see you join up i'm gonna go ahead and delete that link it's posted right now you should see it right there and go ahead and click on that and join up here carol and uh we're gonna have some fun it, i i Surprised that she was in the chat. I'm like, whoa, okay, let's do this. But, you know, guys, 2023, as we're waiting for Carol to join in, 2023, um, it, it's been an interesting year for all of us. And I, I think that we're beginning to see um, the what I call the great unveiling. And so the way I've always looked at how this process going it goes, and we know we're in a spiritual warfare, and the spiritual warfare comes about because we're all waking up. And this is leading to what we call the Great Awakening, right? But before the Great Awakening, you have to have the Great Unveiling. And that's where truth comes about. Let's uh, join Carolyn here. What? What's up, lady? How we doing? Let me know when you're ready. I, I, I don't know if you got your camera hooked up or your mic yet. If you have to jump out and jump back in, just let me know. I don't have anything on your side, though. 
I'm going to pull you out for a second, let you get connected. You got to, so Carol, when you're joining, it's going to come up with a prompt on the top that says allow. You got to hit that allow button. So you might want to jump out and come back in. Um, but we are in the midst of the great unveiling, moving into the great awakening. The great unveiling to me is this, this age of where everything that's been hampered down in the darkness, all the skeletons in the closet, all of this stuff begins to rise to the surface. It happens on a psychological level with inside of us that all of these things rise to the surface within us. And we have to deal with all of this stuff within our life from past traumas to secrets to the, the hidden that we've, we've kept away. And this is happening not only on an individualized level, but also on a societal and a global level. And so all of these things as well arise on a much larger scale. Um, the much larger scale being the societal scale. Uh, Carol, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I want you to just go ahead and rejoin. I'm going to, I'm going to get you out and then you can go ahead and rejoin. And when it prompts at the top of the computer screen to allow, just hit allow. And I left the link still there. <clears throat> but I find it really interesting that um, as we progress forward in, uh, in life, in the years, that this process, it, it increases, it speeds up, right? And that it becomes exponential in a sense. That we're seeing this unveiling occur more and more every day within our own lives and within the societal structure. And the question is, is what is it all leading to? What is this great unveiling leading to? Well, if we go back to kind of prophecy, uh, the, the Bible, so forth, what we find out is the Bible, the, another name for revelations, the Coptic word, is apocalypse. The apocalypse, being a Coptic Egyptian Christian word, is meaning about the revelation or the unveiling of Isis. Now, I know a lot of people might think that that name is somehow evil or anything like that. It's not. It's archetypical in understanding what various different psychological archetypes mean. Um, but the unveiling of Isis goes back to a few different stories. And one of those stories specifically is the story of Toth, who later is deitized, deity, uh, become a deity, right? He didn't want to become deitized. Uh, his name in, in kind of historical context, the founder of Hermeticism was Hermes Trismegistus, uh, later known as the Egyptian god Toth. And he was a man who went before Isis and lifted the veil and learned the secrets of the universe. And this produced the great unveiling. He taught these to his four disciples, sent them to the four corners of the earth, and restarted civilization after the Great Deluge, the Great Flood. Um, and, and I believe that this story is 100% metaphorical. It's not a literal contextual story pertaining to some dude who went up to some goddess and lifted her veil and learned the secrets. It is completely metaphorical and archetypical. It's that this person had obtained a high degree of knowledge and wisdom with inside themselves and was able to preserve that wisdom in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and then teach that to other people of which restarted civilization after a great cataclysm. 
And so this is kind of where the word unveiling or apocalypse comes from, is this idea of lifting that veil of the self, the 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 facade that we've created for ourselves, the the darkness that we we shroud over ourselves or whatever it might be. And that the things that we keep down way down inside of us that produce the trauma, the pain, the emotion inside of us, that all of these things come to the surface when that unveiling begins, when the truth begins to come to the surface. Carol, um, it, I don't know if you're on a phone or a browser. If you want our web browser, um, what I would like you to do is try a Google Chrome browser if you are on a Mac. Uh, sometimes uh, the Safari browsers have trouble with the prompt notification for camera and microphone. So I see it right there, but I don't see the video and stuff coming in. It is a problem that we've had before that just uh, it's either a Google Chrome browser, a Brave browser. You can uh, if, if you have one on there um, or just use a, a, another browser and see if that works better. You can also connect on your phone pretty easy if you want to try those. Um, but yeah, so we're in the midst of this unveiling. And I think everybody out there is feeling it. My brother Jason, who was a co-host for a while, and I used to talk about this a lot in the sense of going through the jello that every day was like we were walking through this, this great thickness um, in the world, that it was hard to think, it was hard to speak, it was hard to, 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 to function in life. And a lot of that hardness came about because there's just this this presence, this aura around us that is kind of restricted in a sense. And over the last year, the one interesting thing is, is that I find that a lot of that jello has broken up. A lot of that jello is moving out of the way, that things are becoming more clear. Things are becoming more open, more transparent. Uh, people are becoming more honest, whether they choose to be or not, you can see it kind of being worn on their sleeve. And what we're seeing on the societal perspective, the global perspective, is that governments realize this is happening and they're trying through everything that they have to stop it from happening. Oh, well, there you are. You got to mute the volume. And what we're seeing on the societal perspective, the global you got to mute the volume, Carol. Got to mute the volume of the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no worries. You just got to mute the volume of the show so we don't have that feedback in the background. Yes, I see that. Perfect. What's up? But where do we go? I don't even know where to do it. Um, well, if you, have it on a, if you have it on Rumble, just mute Rumble. Rumble, okay. Yeah, it's in the left corner by the pause button. I got it. I, I got it. I think. Perfect. What's up, stranger? Well, I don't know. It's been a, a fucking crazy day. <laughs> <laughs> well, crazy days are okay though. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, I, I met you out in Tennessee um, at yeah. an event. Nashville. Yep. At an event out there and uh, we had a great little conversation and, and you are absolutely fantastic. If you want, feel free to go ahead and give everybody a little background on yourself. Well, I do psychosomatic therapy. This is 
horrible camera. What what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, Josh, I just really want to, you're one of the most evolved spiritual people that I've met that can do everything from everything from the base chakra all the way up to way above um like going to the crown chakra it it like it was so enlightening to hear someone with your evolved type of um information you know i mean we do all this stuff but you are so amazing. And I didn't even, until Nashville, I didn't, I watched a couple of video, videos before that, but I didn't know who you were. But when I met you in Nashville, it was like, whoa, this guy is like right on, you know, that you can have such a large spectrum. And it wasn't from a Christian point of view or religious, but open at the same time. But you're, view was like such a high perspective and i see that at the same time you had all the evidence behind it you know it was mm. just like really weird and we had just a like 10 minute conversation yeah. it was so wonderful and uh i i hope we can do something like way deeper than that but this is like really weird like coming on at last minute on this and <laughs> well, the universe has a mysterious way of working itself out. I didn't have a guest for tonight, and uh, I happened to look up at Rumble, and I'm like, I know her. <laughs> we can have a good conversation. So, um, so you do psychosomatic therapies. So, tell me a little bit about this. And by the way, thank you for saying all those those beautiful things. I mean, I I. I, I try. I just try to be myself and I try to stick to the truth and where the truth leads me, you know? Well, psychosomatic therapy is looking at the consciousness in the flesh. And. Oh, you went silent. Wow. Oh, no, I'm here. Okay. Um, it's just looking at um, our own body language within ourselves and, and looking at. Uh, people always talk about the inside job, but they don't understand what that means. Mm. And it's just looking at our own life experiences. And I live in Costa Rica. I'm Canadian living in Costa Rica. <laughs> and I don't know what the hell I got here. You know, it was just like I, I did a lot of spiritual stuff. And, and it's how you follow your follow your own intuition and open up to where your possibilities can can take you and you josh you're like you're like way up there in the spiritual realm and i mean i can hear that you know and you yet you still do a lot in such a uh in the uh lower realms of awakening people into their base chakra we can talk chakras yeah. or centers or whatever that means to an individual but we have to look at all aspects of our life and where we are and where we're spinning where the things are holding us back and where we can evolve and our body tells us 
tells us that because the body never lies. And hmm. like when you, it like it's bizarre. It's it's um, how can we get real and authentic with ourselves? within ourselves and i go in and out of that i i could lose weight gain weight blah 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 and i can tell what my body is telling me where my resistance is and where i can i can uh allow energy to move through us and right now we're all really stuck in our base chakra and our sacral chakra or energy centers because the lower energies are fear. So we've got like money, finances, like all our families are working against us right now. And it keeps us a little bit more stuck. And, and it's just until we can release it. And I'm not saying it's easy to release it. I'm just saying we have to look at those areas of our life that that the energy isn't flowing and we need to start flowing a lot more but at the same time it's it i'm not saying it's easy yeah <laughs> and 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 our sexual energy our who took our power away who who when we look at a life review even back to when we're four or five years old who took our power away and um going back to our inner child and start to really look at our look like what was that person like and where did we leave that behind or buried our mm. whole inner child and you talk like a lot about that josh from a higher level at the same time we don't go back into lower what happened to four or five or six years old that happened to us and it doesn't matter if it was um they talk about in and in, in fairy tales about uh a pea in the in the um like a small pea in the mattress that affected us so it doesn't hmm. matter if was, we think that it has to be dra drastic that it has to be a big sexual assault thing or is it just someone told you you can't sing it doesn't matter any difference to a child. It's where we re retract. And then we we don't step into our full confidence, our self-esteem, our self-confidence, something that's held us back from a child. Yep. You know, it, it's interesting that you mention it like that. Um, you know, just a second ago, I was talking about the Great Unveiling, and, and a lot of what's happening right now occurred to a lot of us in our childhood. It occurred uh, various different traumas. And, and I've talked about this aspect of things for a long time that the the soul, I, you know, we, many of us believe that the soul is like inside and expresses outward, but it's actually outward that expresses inward, right? And when the fetus is in the womb, if we take mass energy equivalents from quantum physics and understand that, then we know that the full capacity of the soul can't inhabit the fetus and the, the, the baby and the infant, that it slowly grows with the body as the body begins to mature and the soul comes and latches in as the energy centers become more and more developed. 
And throughout that process, a lot of the times, traumas and such will block various parts of that to where they cannot fully mature. Uh, this is why a lot of indigenous tribes and a lot of ancient cultures, they had coming into age ceremonies. Uh, the, the Jewish people still celebrate the bar mitzvah and so forth today. A lot of other indigenous tribes still celebrate this. And what this was, was the transitional state of the soul fully coming into the body as the body matures and helping the spiritual development of the soul latch into the body to bring that unity of the physical and the spiritual together for the evolution of that being here on this planet. And it's one thing that we completely neglected and forgot about within all of Western society. And what happens is, is children grow up in these households or in, in just these cultures that are so toxic to that idea that we find these various different clogs in the toilet, the blockages within those energy centers to where that soul convergence that comes about within the physical body cannot go and move to full capacity. So they become physically matured, but spiritually immature. And then they go about their life. And this is why we have a lot of people who are left brain thinkers who deviate from that spiritual world and are more logically left rational. Yep, there you are. Yeah, it's it, it it's really interesting to look at it like that from that perspective. I think that, you know, humanity in a sense, um, I, I talk about this a lot. I, I call it optimization theory, that energy moves in quanta, in packets. It doesn't move in a fluid form. And this is kind of Max Planck discovered this with black body radiation, 1903. And this is where we get the word quanta, quantum physics, is that energy at the Planck's length, Max Planck, uh, moves in discrete little packets. So it waits till it builds up a certain amount of energy and then transitions over. And if we look at everything in the universe, everything in the universe is simply a relay of energy transmission. Everything is simply just energy transmission. Communication between two people, two human beings or a group of people is nothing but the exchange of energy. Everything in the entirety of the universe is nothing but an exchange of energy. And so when we look at it like that, then energy has to move to various states of optimization. If it didn't, you wouldn't have the Planck's length. You wouldn't have the subquantum. You wouldn't have the quantum. You wouldn't have the molecular. You wouldn't have the macro. You wouldn't have the cosmological. It has to move in that fashion to where it, it, it combines, it derives, and then it advances to that next level and what I call optimization. And I believe that right now humanity had moved to a certain level, began to decline, which that decline is the, the separation of the system that was once moving to a point of optimization, separating itself, going into a point of chaos to re-optimize itself to the next energy state. And I think that that's where we're at consciously, spiritually, and physically right now on this planet. There you are. I can hear you. You are. <laughs> yeah. Do you got a fan running in the background? No, I have nothing. I, oh, I think okay. Or something. I don't know what this is. I'm no, good. you just get, you get like a slight buzz in the background. No, no, but it's okay. It's, it's not, it's not horrible to where, um, it, that it's bad, but. So what are your thoughts on all that? Well, 
well, this is the whole lifetime of, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, uh, there's so much, there's, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, start with the, the, the coming into the, the coming into being, the coming into life. What, what are your well, thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I, I worked a lot with the Blackfoot Nations in uh, Alberta, Canada. I was adopted mm -hmm. by them, and I sat in ceremonies for probably about, I think, about eight years. And I pulled feathers and have done all the sun dances. And I've worked with quantum um, physics, and that's what really brought me to Costa Rica, because I started doing galactic signature blue blueprints or through cosmology with uh jose Aguilius and mm -hmm. it just like pointed me i threw a dart at the you know at a <laughs> at the world map and it went straight into uh costa rica because we are the center of the eagle and condor flies and we're a land of peace without a army even though they're bought by the world economic forum um at the same time it was like it was like anchored here right in in heaven and earth sanctuary it's like this weird fucking uh once i did my galactic signature and i realized who i was at in the right brain function not left brain function it just like it landed me here, and this is the weirdest thing, you know, it was just like, I couldn't even believe what I was getting into, yet everything fell into alignment, because the price of the property was called Heaven and Earth Sanctuary, I of the Lightworkers Institute, and the price of it was 369 And I says, I'm going to give you 369 because that's Tesla's, uh, the keys to the universe, and I didn't even negotiate. I just said, oh, no, I'll just pay you that, you know, like, and, and it landed me here. I renovated. It's been six years that I've been in Costa Rica now, and hmm. I didn't even know what the fuck am I doing? Like, I had nothing to do with politics, nothing to do with Canadian. I'm Canadian. And then all of a sudden, Trump's coming out, and who who's this guy? And that was in 2020 i kind of woke up and what the hell i've watched everything trump watched everything and of course i'm like my first one was jason q so i'm really mm -hmm. jason q. and you know we, he brought out the keys of enoch and i've had the book for like 23 years i slept on it i never understood it but jason q like kind of explained it a bit and so then I started getting into um, politics and I, I really learned a lot. I woke up so much. I was living in the fifth dimension. You know, it was just like everything's, you know, rainbows and unicorns. And, and then all of a sudden, what the fuck is going on in the third dimension? And then I started watching more and more people that knew about politics and Josh, you're one of the, you have such a wide range of knowledge. And I've been watching you since Nashville. Before that, I saw you a couple of times. You've mm -hmm. just kind of my 
um, you know, into my spectrum. And then all of a sudden, when I met you, I said, you are, you have such a wide range of where I don't see that in a whole lot of people. I mean, they have their like single mindedness or, you know, they do this, they do that. But you knew a lot about the spiritual side of things. And that's where I like totally like, holy shit, you know, so much. And I've been watching you ever since. And I'm almost Aww. embarrassed even to talk to you because you sent me your phone number. And then all of a sudden I just said, I don't know if I can talk to him because he knows too much. <laughs> well, it, it's it's not necessarily about knowing, right? It, it, it's, a, it's about learning. It, it, that's what this is all about. It's all about learning. I, I believe that every person that comes into your life has a piece of your puzzle and you have a piece of theirs and that the interaction that arises from that is meant to happen for that reason is meant to happen to learn a lesson or to increase your knowledge or your wisdom or, or, or to, to figure something out. And a lot of the times we miss that message. A lot of the times we, we, we are arrogant to that situation, right? We don't realize that we're, we're in a school, but you know, when we do embrace it, uh, beautiful things happen in the world and within our lives. When we, you know, the spiritual side is really kind of where I, I love to live in the sense of my mind. I, 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 for the longest time, I do this practice where I transition to the right brain. And uh, we are predominantly left brain species. And you have to train yourself to get into that right brain. Actually, it was, I just did a meditation right before I came in here. And uh, the shit, like there's this crazy shift that happens. I don't know if anybody out there has ever done these meditations, but there's this crazy shift that happens within your whole visual perspective when you go from the left brain and you transition over to the right brain. And, and it's, it's uncanny. You cannot not notice it, right? Um, there's like this little ballerina on YouTube and you watch it and it'll, it'll like start changing direction and then go back the other direction, but it's actually just going in one direction. And it's actually just flip-flopping like this, but your brain, your left brain will perceive it going to the left, your right brain will perceive it going to the right. And I used to sit there for hours and try to control which brain side I was looking through. So if it was going to the left, it was my left brain. If it was going to the right, it's my right brain. And I learned how to take my mind and I just do this like little slight to the right and I come back up and she's going the other way. And I'm like, okay, there's my right brain transition. And now I can go deeper into meditation. I can go deeper in the knowledge and understanding. And, and I tend to do that before these types of shows because it, it really puts me on point and on my game to, to fully embrace what people have to say and the knowledge that they have to share because th that's what this is all about. It's about that learning, that exchange. I mean, we're all, we're, we're these beings. And, you know, as as crazy as a phenomenon as it is to be alive right now, you know, science will tell you that it's, you know, you're not unique or there's nothing special about you. You know, there's billions of human beings on this planet, but you know, each one of us are completely unique unto ourselves and completely unique unto the universe. In actual, in actuality, everything in the entirety of the universe is unique unto itself. There's not one thing that is exactly the same. And we know this because nothing was created at the same time. Nothing was created to begin with, but nothing was born 
within this universe at the same time, at the same place with the same combination and configuration of matter and energy. And because of that, it brings a certain level of uniqueness to this entire existence that we should embrace and, and, and truly, truly delve into understanding. And, and that's like my passion in life is just to understand that great mystery. So what about you? What What's your passion? What I was going oh, to say, I would invite you to change one word. Sure. Because we know, we understand words are really important. As they far are. As spelling, is uh, invite you to change it from um, your, your uh, in control into I am in charge. Mm. Because control, do you like to be controlled? Nothing likes to be controlled. No, <laughs> not even your emotions. So when we say we're in charge, we're working with the fire within our passion for life, for uh, what we're working with. So when we're in charge, we're working with the fire instead of uh, putting a, a lid on the pressure cooker. So when we say, I'm in charge of what I'm going to do in my life, I'm in charge of where I'm going, what, I, what I'm working towards, or am I going to control something? So words are so much spelling. I've been saying this for 23 years. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's got this spelling thing. And I said, for 23 years, I've been telling you, we're, we're casting spells all the time with our words. Absolutely. But Absolutely. It's mostly what our thoughts are, are more important, even, even what we speak out. They're both, they're both important, but just changing char uh, control to charge. It's just like, now I'm gonna work with the fire. I'm gonna fuel the fire. And then you breathe into it and you make your fire even stronger. But if you control it, it's like putting a lid on a pressure. That, so, that's a great perspective, too. The, the word charge is interesting, too, because it has the relationship with electricity in the sense that it you become ionized in a sense. That yeah. something that is charged has it ionized. It has an abundance of energy working with within it, whereas something that's controlled has a level of resistance put on top of it. Yeah. Then, you know, in yourself, when you even say the words within your own physical body, they have a different reaction. It's a mm -hmm. different reaction. And we have to go back to what does that feel like? Do you feel like being controlled or do you feel like I've got the power to be in charge? Mm -hmm. And now that. you flow. It's a flow of energy that comes up inside our whole energy system. And so it's just more... It, it's a beautiful thing. And our yeah. body language is so important. You know, the, the magical word, uh, the magical world of spells and words is amazing. <laughs> I've talked about this a little bit, but you know, for everybody out there, we go through each week is made up of days and we work towards the weekend. Right? So we, we go through the weekend, the weekend, the weekend, and we, 
start Monday in a daze. What's a daze? It's kind of a confusion state. So we are working through the days, the days in our mind. And then we have to move through the week, week, W-E-A-K, not E-E-K. We, we work through the week, days, the week, days, towards the weekend. We're weakened by the end of it. And it's all about the energy concentration within us in the sense of how these words actually have this effect on our body and on our spirit and who and what we are. I talked about this in the sense of the words related to uh, modern day Christianity. And I'm not trying to bash anybody out there, but the word church is Gaelic for Kirk. This is the shirt, the herd, uh, the, the herded sheep from the shepherd. This comes from the Greek origin of the goddess Circus. Circus mm -hmm. is the one who would lure men into the cave and devour them um, after she brought them in with her beauty. And so that's where the word church derives from. We got the word we worship to God. We also send warships out under the ocean to fight wars, right? An eagle prays onto the mice, and yet we sit there and pray to God. And we got to understand that these words have a certain energetic connotation that has a profound effect on us. That if we, you know, the, the, the Bible is called the gospel. That, that literally translates to God's spell or the good spell, God's spell. These are God's spells. Spells are real. Words have vibration. Vibration is energy. Energy has patternization. That patternization always resonates and takes form. And if we're utilizing them and we're expressing them to each other and, and storing them within our neurological centers, which are electro electric and patternized in nature, then these spells have a various different significance that can motivate us in one way or the another, or they can become those points of resistance that we were talking about earlier. That's the volume. Yep. Is there a little slight delay? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, words are absolutely crazy. I mean, go ahead. Good girl. Well, no, it's like, you know, when uh, whatever we speak, it's not even what we speak, even what our thoughts are. It, we, our body is a amplifier mm -hmm. and we are speakers. And, but whatever we speak, it resonates within the cellular memory of our body and it, and every thought we have, even, it's not what we speak, it's our thoughts, even, that our body starts to react to that. And we need to really be careful of what we're manifesting. Right now, the veils are really thin. And we're manifesting so much stronger. Unless you believe in yourself and you stand strong within yourself and how am I going to say this? You watch your own thoughts, but you watch how you speak to yourself. It's not even what you speak outward. It's what you speak inward. Mm -hmm. And every word we speak, it embodies in the flesh because our body is the, that amplifier. It's the speaker. And we resonate 
with those words. And even I, I, I don't say the word K-N-O-W because the body only hears N-O. And it shuts down our own tuition in our own intuition and our own inner um, manifestation of who we are. And so we have to be really careful right mm-hmm. now. I mean, everything happens in a split second right now. I, I think something and it starts to manifest. And it doesn't mean you necessarily stop it. You just say, when, when are you doing a positive or a negative? I think when right now, like Josh, you understand there's so much shit going on in, in all these different realms or <laughs> truth or communities and we don't buy into it. We can look at it from a bigger picture at the same time. We don't emotionally get attached to it. And when mm-hmm. you don't get emotionally attached, attached to it, you can see the bigger picture and not embody it. So we have to really be careful what we embody. And people say, well, I'm an em- uh, empathic or something. Well, fuck off. You know, like just, Look at the bigger picture and not try to, you can't feel someone else's feelings. It's impossible. Feelings Mm -hmm. in the body. So a lot of these people that just want to be like compassionate and save the universe and blah, 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 spiritual shit. Like get out of it. Look at the, be an eagle, look down and don't buy into the emotion of it but see how things are happening in the world without getting emotionally attached. And yeah, it's hard, but still that that's an exercise. It's like, how do you see what's going on and how do we move forward through it? Because if we're going to jump over the cliff with them, we're no good to them. I, I say, like, I, I'm not jumping over the cliff. I'm going to throw you a rope, and you're going to climb up that road. I'm here to empower you. I don't support, and I don't help anybody. I'm here to empower them. They've got a soul within them. You better find your fucking balls right now, because we're going into a real rough time. And we're here we for you, but we're going to throw you the rope. We're not going to disempower you you have to find the power within yourself wise words right there and it was funny i was just talking to probably my one of my best friends in the world the other day and i said the same thing to them is that you know we go through life wanting to reach that handout or lend that rope and to help all these people but we come always to the determination that those people either screw us, fuck us, stab us in the back or disappoint us. And that we come to the realization that we can't help them, that they must help themselves, that they must empower themselves. And, and that's the beauty of spiritual awakening is that it's nobody's awakening, but your own. And that we can go out there and, and take in all different types of information 
but it's up to us to determine what that information means to us and, and to build it within the foundation of our knowledge bases and grow from it. And like you said, I mean, a lot of people out there, like in a lot of the new age community is like the universe is all love and man, it's all love. Then, then why do we have fucking hurricanes? Why do stars go supernova and destroy entire civilizations? The universe is not all love. And uh, it was interesting you just said this because one of the things that I tend to go on rants about is that um, people will say that God is love. And I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. And, and I say instead that uh, I go to the Siddhartha Buddha and I talk about what he was discussing in, in pertinence to attachment, that attachment is the, when we have attachments in life, this is nothing more than unmanifested fear, or this is not knowing what you do not know. And in a sense that I have a great gratitude for somebody. And then I have an attachment, that gratitude and attachment. That's what we call love as a human being. And what I mean by that is like, I have childs and, you know, my family and I look at my, my children and I have this great gratitude and appreciation for their being. But then I have this attachment to their outcomes of their decisions that they're going to make that I can't control. And that's where the suffering comes from. The suffering comes from not knowing What's going to happen upon their decisions, that attachment that I latch onto them with, the fear that derives from not knowing, that's where the suffering from that aspect of love comes about. The, the appreciation is always going to be there and it's going to grow stronger and stronger and stronger. But typically with a human being who doesn't understand this, that attachment aspect is what is going to drive them mad. It's going to drive them sad and it's going to break their heart eventually because they don't truly understand that. We're attaching ourselves towards outcomes that we're not in control or in charge of. No, in control. There, you're trying to control. If you're in charge, yep. the fire will, it's flowing because yep. it, it's firing. But control is like putting a lid. Yeah. And so, you know, humanity has a lot to learn, a lot to learn, I think, a lot about a lot of this. And, you know, the, the good thing is, is that, you know, even though people are entering various different parts of spiritual development, they're entering, they're coming into it. But there is a lot of bullshit out there. And you know this, you you see this, especially within these truth movements. I mean, there's a lot of hoopla. There's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of uh, charlatans. There's a lot of people out there. And, you know, I've made it a point since the beginning that. If I can help one person, I've fulfilled my day, right? Like just to go out there and help as many people as possible. And if, and if they don't like what I have to say, that's fine. Then, then don't listen to me. Then, you know, you don't have to ridicule and criticize me. This is, you know, this, this is my platform and I'm going to say what I want here, right? Like you don't have to come back at me because you're angry because of what I said, what I said was against your beliefs. And so therefore you're right in your own side and you want to attack me because of that. That's that emotional reaction that you were just talking about that these people go about on and they attack themselves to that emotional reaction as if it is reality when in the sense is is we, we nobody knows we only have opinions of what this world is yeah it, it, it's getting stronger and stronger and i think the skeletons are coming out of the closets right now <laughs> i agree with that and that's that's what i call the great unveiling the, the lifting of the veil of Isis, the, the removal of the moon from the sky and the sea, the sun, the, the great unveiling, which, yeah, which moves to the great awakening and the great awakening. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, like waiting to ascend, man. And like, they're not doing the groundwork. 
You know, they're not, they're not understanding themselves. And I think that the greatest thing that we can do in our lifetime is learn who we are, is learn about who and what we are. That's why I, well, for me, it was like uh, psychosomatic therapy is like, I have an online class that does uh, a life review. Like you mm -hmm. go back every part of your life and how many people have you slept with? What did you like about your mom? What did you like about your dad? What did you like a, a whole, where the injuries are on the body? Like you just, like you go through every part of your life and instead of waiting, like getting to the pearly gates, why not do it consciously? Yeah, And then all of a sudden you say, what the fuck? I've had a pretty good life. And, or I have worked through, you got to find the diamonds in the dog shit. And, you know, every job you've had or whatever, it's like always taught us something. Like I was 15 when I worked in a, a drugstore, Rexel Drugs. In, and what did I learn? Confidentiality. Because all the guy, I lived in a town of 5,000 people. And all the guys were coming in, they were 16, 17 years old, buying condoms. And I had to learn not to, and I knew all their girlfriends. So I had to zip <laughs> up. So you learn confidentiality. And when you can look back at your life, and like it's a life review, instead of waiting till the pearly gates or whatever they call it, uh, is to reflect on your own life and find all the diamonds. Why did your soul take you on a journey? Why did you have this job? Why did you have that job? And you, your, your soul picks up skills all along the way to, to where we are now. And suddenly life, you've had a wonderful life instead of letting it drag you down with all the negativity what did you find in the positive side of things hmm. and and your soul is in charge and then you start to let go and say where is my soul going to take me next what skills do i need to be in this time right now and until you find and appreciate all parts of your life you don't then you're on the negative side like we hold on to all our negative sides but what about all the positive where have y'all traveled to yeah who have, you, who have you slept with you know you gotta you gotta like cut cords and let go of things otherwise we have all these cords back to off off to the negative part of our life instead of looking at the positive side and then we can move forward because we inventory our life and then we move forward. Yeah. And you, you look know, at all your skills. Like, what are your skills? What have you picked up along the way? Every job, even like I worked for AGG and I, you know, added machines and I, you know, I learned how to use an adding machine. And every part of our life, every job we've had is a bonus. And mm -hmm. until you find all the positive things in your life, then, and yeah, we've had some resentment, but we've learned the lesson through it. Then we can move forward. Otherwise, it's all back here 
uh, you know, Kathy O'Brien talks about a lot is ink it, link it, sink it. Like you've got to write it out. All of our experiences, uh, otherwise it's white noise. Yep. And then all of a sudden you just say, okay, now I can move forward. How do I move forward with this? All my skills, my skills are different than yours. My soul took me on a very different journey than yours did. But we're all here in this moment. How do we bring all those skills forward that we work together and find we're each a facet of the diamond of the divine mind? And now we can move forward. And that's why we come together. I've got very different skills than you do. Mm -hmm. And everyone does. I mean, it's just we're, we're all part of it. You know, it was interesting you were talking about there. Um, there's, I, I'm a big fan of the Stoics. And there is this Stoic, um, it, it, there's a quote out there. I forget the exact quote. Uh, but there's a Stoic lesson that, that says, hurry up and die so that you may finally live. Yeah. And it, it's really, it's it's not the necessarily overcoming the fear of death, but it, it's it's overcoming this unknown aspect of yourself, this darkness of yourself that is always leading you down. And, you know, a lot of people move through life without envisioning their death, not thinking about their death and staying as far away from possible as death. And the Stoics say, no, embrace death. Take that death into your mind and live it a thousand times. And so that it doesn't become something of an unknown, but yet it becomes unknown to you. And then that way, since it is known, you can lay it to rest and finally live your life, not in the fear of the death. Yeah. And I, I think that it's just so genius to look at it like that. And I'm trying to, oh, go ahead, go ahead. But that you blanked out a bit there. Well, I see it more so, I owned a bar for 14 years, a blue yeah. bar. So I always say you can take the the woman out of the, the bar, but you can't take the bar out of the woman. So it's like, um, I'm not scared of my shadow self or my dark side. I really like my dark side. I like my, it's like the underworld and it's like you plant new seeds and I can grow anything I want to grow. Why are people scared of their dark side? Right. Like, and, and, uh, mass consciousness almost makes us say the shadow side is not, an, uh, it's a negative side. It's not, that's where we grow new seeds. And if we're not growing, we're dying. So mm. we're, are all planting new seeds right now. We're tilling up the soil. We're getting the skeletons out of the closet. We see a lot of skeletons right now. And we yep. are, it's okay to have all that past life stuff and what we can do to move forward. I think we need to tur turn up the soil a lot more and plant new seeds. And, and this is how we evolve. Otherwise, we're stuck. We're stuck in that same cycle over and over. And they're in the biblical side of things. They're in this side. They're in this side. I think we just need to 
like really churn up a lot of soil and see where we can grow from here without religions, without government, without all these restrictions. But but we have to own it within ourselves to find that at least look at ourselves like where is that so bad so i had a fucking mountain fall on me and you know what i i had a mudslide three days after i moved into costa rica took out everything i owned it i i was 10 minutes away from getting killed and you know what it just makes me stronger you know you gotta turn it around and just say Oh yeah, that wasn't so good, but it was an initiation. Like we've all, every shit bomb that's thrown at us makes us stronger. I don't care. You know, like whatever, we're good. Nobody's going to stop us and they're going to try to stop us at every level. And we see it in our community right now. We have everyone fighting everyone else and i just got off the phone with a few different people but i'm i'm just not gonna go into that right now but i just at least it wasn't a mudslide it didn't take everything what what happens is in it these are initiations to Mm -hmm. where are you going to stay strong and are you going to still walk forward in this movement and nothing's going to stop us i don't give a shit and we are going to come together yes they divide us and then they bring us we're going to come back together they divide us we come back together and only thing that will stop us is our ego absolutely absolutely you are one of the big the strong points in our community nice no it's it's from a authentic point of view but i read it in you too it's in your face i can see oh. it in your face have you ever heard the prayer of the unknown confederate soldier no i haven't it, it's a lot of what you just said it, and for me it's kind of how the universe works i asked god for strength that i might achieve i was made weak that i might learn humbly to obey i asked for health that i might do greater things I was given infirmity that I may do better things. I asked for riches that I may be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. I asked for power that I might have the praise of men. I was given weakness that I might feel the need of God. I asked for all the things that I might enjoy in life. I was given life that I might enjoy all things. I got nothing I asked for, but everything I hoped for. Almost despite myself, my unspoken prayers were answered. I am among all men, most richly blessed, is that we go out there and ask God for strength and we're expecting, you know, strength to come down to us. And what happens is, is God gives us problems to lift. The universe gives us the things to make us into that, that we have to provide the action. We have to provide the willpower that goes into that, the discipline that goes into that to grow into that which we wish to become. And I think that a lot of people in this world and a lot of people in this community, they lack that effort of actually going out there doing the work that needs to be done. Not just the the research and the investigation and the inquiry, but the self-work. And I think that the self-work is the most important work because 
I, uh, I, I talk about this analogy from time to time on, on the show that I can't know you. I, I can't, you said this earlier. I can't be inside your head. I can't know your thoughts. I can't know your emotions. I can't know what it's like to be. you. But when we interact, there's this kind of resonance that happens. And we know that we like each other. And what that's actually happening is that parts of you are reflecting within parts of myself that have developed to a certain degree. And th those parts in me shine bright and say, hey, I, I know what that is. I, I know what that's talking about. It's an energetic phenomenon. And the same thing happens to you. So we have a, a level of development of growth within inside of ourselves, within all of our various different parts of our body and our spirit. And as we interact with another person, those parts are reflected amongst each other. Those parts are the tones of your voice, the, the words that you use, how the, the, the volume that you're putting it out there. That has a, a vibration to it and that resonates with things inside me that say, hey, this is truthful. This is honest. This is authentic. It's all these things. And that's how likes and that's how we get to know people. Well, see, the same thing goes for ourselves that I can't know you any better than I know myself. And therefore I should strive only to know myself. But then the same thing goes for the relationship with God or the universe is that I can't know God or the universe. I can only know it as well as I know myself. And if I don't know myself, I can't know anything else outside me. I'll only have points of confusion upon that. Yeah. Well, the more you... Blank. <laughs> yeah, it went blank for a second. Yeah. I the more you understand yourself, the more you will find God within yourself because God lives in our blood veins. We are warm blooded mm -hmm. and the ones that are cold blooded on the planet aren't maybe necessarily to that same energy. So it's just like I was thinking of that today is that you know, the more we can understand ourselves. And most people want it all outside of themselves. They want the instant thing. It still comes back to ourselves. We are mm -hmm. the only one that you can only love yourself. Can't love another person. Love is a feeling. And to, to love yourself, then you, then you can love your reaction to another person it's a reaction because i can love a flower i can love a baby but i can't you have to love yourself and love the person you see in the mirror every day but to understand yourself and like josh you're like you're a humanitarian i mean i'm a professional face reader body reader hand reader blah 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 and you're a humanitarian because you're longer than you are wide. And, you know, it's funny. Last night I was watching um, Scott Bennett on mm -hmm. Nino's Corner. And he's so wide. You know, like he's this way, but he's wide this way. Like he puts it out there. But, you know, I'm, I look at all the di different dimensions. And, like, the way uh, even the truthers come out and what their mission is. Everyone's mission is different and we can't compare missions because you are 
higher in your spectrum, let's say like Scott Bennett, like he's here, like you're here and he doesn't see it so much as a spiritual realm, but he's over in Russia, like doing the active intelligence, like he's over there doing something way different. And it's so funny when I, when you can read faces and read people's energy and what their purpose is, everyone's mm -hmm. purpose is so different. But when we can bring it all together, we are so strong, so strong. Because everyone gets to people in a different way. And we understand people in a different way. Because I teach readings, like how to read someone. And it's so beautiful to see everyone's mission mm -hmm. is so different. Our purpose is all the same. Purpose is to love yourself and love the person you see in the mirror and then your mission will activate but if you hate that person in the mirror you will never find your mission huh you'll, you'll you live in a love, world of confusion yeah because you gotta love that four-year-old or five-year-old bo little boy inside what did he go through and he came here for a reason and hmm. and when you understand all aspects of yourself and have compassion for yourself and you're trying your best that little boy always tried his best and if you can support him in that or empower him then your mission kicks in but if, if you're not if you're going into your insecurities your self-esteem and you don't have that and you're beating yourself up, you'll never get anywhere. That's all you have to do, reverse it around. Look at the four-year-old. Nobody would deny a four-year-old of his mission in life. And, and be, we're all learning, we're learning. So that little four-year-old's learning to be more of who he is. And he came here with the mission and that's when you start learning compassion and let him go. Like, let him be adventurous. Like, let him build a little red wagon or something. Like, where did we lose our intuition? Where did we learn, like, our, our imagination? And they took us into our left brain so quickly, especially when you get indoctrinated into schools, is that they lost all of our creative side or a right brain function and now we're that's the portal into they took arts and music and everything out of school that we're totally they're veering us to this left brain function instead of our own creativity yep so i mean that's something we ask ourselves what do you see in the mirror every day and be kind to ourselves I, I love the part when you're just talking about there is that um, you can't love anybody else, but you can only love yourself. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned the flower that, you know, I love the flower and it's not the flower. It's your interpretation, your understanding, your perspective of what the flower is, your perceptual um, interpretation of what the flower looks like and smells like it's your senses it's how your brain processes it and it's really the love for yourself 
that loves the visualization, the smell, the sensory um, kind of motivation that comes from the flower, right? And oh, Josh, uh, Josh, you're in tantric sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, many people have no idea what that even is, and they look oh, at really? it as a, oh yeah, they look at it as a very negative thing. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's taste and sound and smell and, you know, Tantra is like uh, opening up all your, you know, your senses. So you got uh, smell, what is it? Smell, taste, sight, uh, feeling, sound. sound. Yep. Touch is, is heart chakra, yeah. And you know so they're like, all electromagnetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all interpreted electromagnetically in our brains. Yeah, but this is what they want to cut from us. They want to cut us off from our own senses. And, and you know, that's that's how we become alive. I mean, I mean, I live in a jungle, so we have senses all the time. You know, yeah. the colors, the everything. It's a spectrum of everything. And swimming in the river and... We have to get back to that basics. Except the motorcycles go by. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we do. We, we have to get back to that very basic and fundamental um, humanness, right? We, we always say, it, 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 this is interesting. I hear this all the time. People say that we need to get back to nature. We have to get back to nature. But then you ask that person. What the hell does that mean? And they want, well, we need to go out and live in the woods. No, 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 no. You, you need to get rid of the complexities that have been created within your life. You need to get back to simplicity. You need to get back to the basic and foundational understanding of who and what you are. We, we've devolved from our senses, our instincts. We've, we've completely ruined, um, you know, how the, the beauty in the world, we didn't ruin the beauty in the world. We ruined our perspective of seeing it, of interpreting it, the art that comes from it, the feeling and emotion that attaches to that love that we see within the beauty that we see within the world. That is what has been pulled away from us because society is moving in a different direction, as you were just saying. And so when people say that we have to get back to nature, we have to get back to that very, very fundamental aspect of what it means to be human. Yeah. Yep. Josh, I was going to say that. Oh, you were going to say that? I was going to say that a lot of people use their animals, like a dog or something. They have to take them out for a walk. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like um, use animals to find that connection with nature, but it's still not a direct connection. So they can have that love for that dog or animal. Uh, but they try to use that as a connection to love because mm. or authenticity. I mean, like we always become real with our animals and yet the animals take a lot of the brunt of our, uh, emotional, uh, baggage. Like cats will take on and dogs will take on a lot of 
our emotional baggage within themselves. Hmm. People don't really realize that, you know, if you're really negative, the animal will take that on. Like cats, especially, they'll try to take it out of you, like with Reiki. <laughs> cats are like really perceptive. And so, and, and definitely dogs are too. So they become like a bridge to take on our own emotional baggage. So we have to really watch what's happening. But here again, if someone's living in New York City in an apartment and then they take their dog out for the walk, that's their biggest connection to earth and, and pick up their dog shit in the park. Yeah. It's still not the same. It's just not, it's not jungle energy. You know, I live in the jungle. Yeah. I have so much electromagnetic energy. It's almost too much sometimes because it breaks down uh, a lot of metal. Everything disintegrates in the gen in the jungle here. It's just like doorknobs like disintegrate almost because <laughs> all the uh, the um, like the negative ions that it work in the jungle here because we have no cement we have no everything just grows wild all the yep. time and, and it is totally reverse what someone's living in a concrete sea versus natural environment and it's also interesting i've been to uh i've been to panama i've been to costa rica i was in vasco nunez double panama right there at the uh the panama canal and the bridge of americas that connects venezuela and uh, where we moored up when I was in the Navy, um, right behind it is the rainforest, like quite literally just, you know, miles upon miles of rainforest right there. I mean, that's where that whole port is. It's kind of like it was a former U.S. military base. And I remember, like, they told us not to go in there, but we didn't care. And we would go and we would walk into the forest. And what I remember was this is that you would walk a foot into the rainforest and the one thing that you knew is that you were surrounded by life if you looked down on the ground and you picked up a leaf or you picked up a rock it's abundance of life all around you there's insects there's creatures there's animals there's flying animals they're everywhere life is everywhere it's it covers every square inch of that rainforest and, and that's something that we need to remember, something that we need to think about, that, that life isn't supposed to be barren of life, that, that the world and your reality isn't supposed to be barren and lonely. It's supposed to be fulfilled, filled with life, filled with vibrance, because that's what nature is about. It's about that thriving of life, at least from what I, I can understand. And, you know, I go to, you know, state parks, national forests uh, around these areas, and you don't get the vibrancy that you have down where you're at, but you you still get it. You I mean you can lift up a rock and you can find 30, 40 different insects. You can find complete ecosystems. There is an LSD trip that I had when I was younger. And uh, I remember there's like we we're going through this trail in the state park, and there's this kind of uh the, this 45 degree hill incline that goes up and there was some rocks that had the North face on them. And so there was some moss that came down and I remember I was tripping and I'm like, just sitting on this hill on my knees and, 
it's 8.30 in the morning, summer sun's coming up, and I'm looking through the moss, and it's just life. Life was everywhere. I lifted up rocks. Life, there's everything was crawling out. It was moving all around. I'm like, you know, it's like Jodie Foster in the movie Contact. I'm like, they're alive. And it was just, it was so like eye-opening to me that that life is everywhere on this planet, that life thrives everywhere, that there's complete ecosystems of life that have no idea we even exist. And to me, that's just mind-blowing. And I, I find it as well, not only mind-blowing, but beautiful that there's, there's, there's beings on this planet that don't even know we exist. That's just profound. I think there's uh yeah, like I live on 10, eight, 10 acres on uh, Rio Chiripo, which means eternal waters. I think you're talking, I'm talking. Nope, nope. <laughs> okay. And it's funny when people come here, sometimes they complain, oh, they saw a cockroach. And I says, well, you're in the jungle. Like, what do you expect, right? <laughs> and the life is so powerful here. It's just, I mean, I was just in Nashville, like I think in October, like yeah. a few, yeah, we met you in October. And for three days, and then I come back to Costa Rica, and it's just like, life is so, so different. I mean, everything's organic, and farmer's markets, and everyone's like real, real people. And, and but I love my patriot community. And it's funny how people react differently, and... It's 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 a weird weird energy, and especially even in the people that have lived in Costa Rica for four or five years, but they're on the coast, they're on tourist area, you know, mm. or maybe a gated community or something. We're nothing of that. Like we're way up in the mountains here, and and um, people are are. We've got a Waldorf school and a Montessori school up here, there. We've got everything organic. And yet there's not not of that whole um, vegan, vegetarian connotation or woke community. Mm -hmm. And people are really, really real here with no... Uh, gated communities outside of the Costa Rican people. That's what I like. I was looking for, is, is I didn't want to be one. You know, like I'm not an expat. Put it that way. Those yeah. are American. I'm Canadian, so I don't have to be an expat. So it's really weird how there's so many Americans and Germans and Israelis here that are very like-minded. They're very like-minded. Hey, we do have some woke people. Trust me, we do have some more people. But, you know, it's just, you know, wherever you are, we're fighting from a distance. I've been here six years, mm -hmm. and I didn't come down here because I was escaping Canada. And I didn't wake up until 2020. And I was, you know, doing my work in the spiritual end. I was in 5D for like 20-some years. And then all of a sudden, what the fuck happened? Who's this fucking 
Donald Trump. I hadn't had the TV for 25 years. And then suddenly I just said, who is this guy? Then I started studying everything. I've watched every round table. I've watched everything. And I had to say, who, what, what's going on here? And I never thought I would ever look at politics. I hate Canadian politics, American politics. Now I know everything. I know nothing about a Canadian, but I know a lot about American politics. Do I explain it? No. I can do the spiritual end of things, and I think we're all here for different reasons. I have a, a broad spectrum of the body and the spiritual side of things, but definitely not politics. Yet I know everything about it. I can... When Jason Q says something, I can I can do everything over three years. I've been Jason I've been with Jason for three years. He's my he's my godson. So and yeah, we're we're all doing <laughs> things differently. It's it's just like weird. And I have a lot of memory of things, but I I'm, I don't have a photographic memory of that. And yeah. I think us have need to see the bigger picture. But a lot of people have need to know the detail. So I don't need to know the detail. I just need the bigger picture. And 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 I think we're all going to come together and come forward in things. So Josh, yeah. I really get on a call where we can actually talk where i can actually have you know cameras on properly and everything else no absolutely let's do it well i'm sharing your website right now this is the lightworkersinstitute.com and you guys can you can go on over here and you can reach out to carol um there's tons of information on here they have products training they have a few trainings coming up that are online um, and we're going to, we're going to get her back on. I think that that would be a, and I just put that link in all of the, uh, all of the, the chats there. So you guys can find that. Um, and I think that we need to get you back on. We, we should do a proper show on this and, and yeah, discuss the topic. And yeah. Yeah. Properly. I just thought I, I didn't know. I just put, yeah, no, this is awesome. For live. And I said, okay, I'll go on. <laughs> So we're also doing a marathon tomorrow. Oh, cool. What are you guys doing? Uh, with uh, Screw Big Gov. Mm. With, uh, actually with uh, Robert Embrielli. He's, okay. uh, he does it for the last 10 years. Thirty. Uh, he does on December 30th. He always does uh, coming up in the new year. So we'll be doing, I'm on tomorrow, I think at 12. 20. Okay. We all get 17 minutes. I think there's 25 speakers. They invited a whole bunch of people. Maybe you didn't. I didn't I'm get the invite, Lewis. Come on, Lewis. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let, you know what? I'm going to let uh, Robert know tonight. I'll let. That's okay. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what happened. I think they just sent it out and whoever replied. And you know how many fucking emails we get every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it just, Sometimes I skip over them, and it was only in the last three days they decided to do it. So, Wano Savin's going to be on there, and uh, Lee, Dr. Lee, uh, Dr. Lee Merritt, Merritt, and uh, another Dr. Maroney. 
McCloney. Uh, mm, don't know that one. Yeah, there and one oh savings coming on. There's a whole list cool. coming on. So I'm gonna I'll I'll shoot it over and I think they have a few more spots. Like they only did this kind of last minute. He only told me like maybe four days ago or something. And not Lewis so much as Robert. Oh, okay. Robert puts it out every year. It's not kind of screw big gov, but it's more on because he does a lot of stuff with uh Tony Robbins and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe they can get you in. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Set, set it over. Okay. And uh, we'll see. Yeah. That's awesome. But Carol, this was awesome. I appreciate you. Um, and we're going to, we're going to get you scheduled in 2024 to come on and probably hopefully here in the next few weeks. Um, guys. Yeah. We uh, could do some, like some really deep stuff. Oh, absolutely. Just, I think it'd be worth it absolutely because I, I, I love your spiritual end of things and uh you are incredible Aww. like whatever i listen to i've been listening i actually went back about in the last three weeks i've been going back on a lot of your stuff because then i thought oh no i i don't know if i can even handle all the spiritual stuff <laughs> Well, it keeps everything I'm saying keeps on happening. I'm not trying to be right. I don't want to be right, but shit. <sighs> Unfortunately. Yeah. But Carol, thank you so much for joining tonight, guys. For everybody out there, uh, we're going to Fringe After Dark. It starts here in just a few minutes. That's on socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Make sure that if you're going to go get a subscription over there that you get the one that includes Fringe After Dark. And we'll be over there in just a little bit. Much love, respect. God bless everybody. Carol, thank you again. Have a good night. Happy 2024, everybody. Take care. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.